Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, listeners of Lower Your Expectations. Welcome back to the podcast, a podcast where myself, Marcus Butler, and Matthew Viney. Bentley Viney. Oh, oh sorry. Do you do that to people? Do you do you like correcting people on that? No, I don't. Sorry, actually, it's Bentley Viney. No, I don't do. Oh, sorry, <laughs> mate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I haven't actually. We're not going to properly change our names until after the when we go to Iceland in November. You've already told us that. Have I? Have I yeah. actually? Yeah, you have. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I was, I was saying it because so technically I'm not correcting people yet. I'm always going to call you Matt Viney. Cause that's it, not my name. That's, that's who I know you as. Yeah, but that's not my You'll name. You'll always but be. That's not who I am anymore. You've changed. I've grown. This is the new you, <laughs> and I prefer the old you, Matt, so I'm staying with Matt Viney. I wonder what that feels like. <laughs> a podcast where we talk about stuff, basically. Yeah, last yeah. week it was a bit of a classic one, wasn't it? Talking about how to meet dogs and stuff. Yeah, so. some really great quality content in there, and this week you're in for a treat. Starting off with us talking about dream guests that we'd like to have on That's the podcast. <laughs> Your ability with segues is is so good, Thanks, so man. smooth and Thanks, natural. Man. Thanks. <laughs> you would never have known it. We've got that written on a page right now, would you? It's you wouldn't. Seamless. <laughs> but we're thinking about. I'm well, not, not thinking. We're in the process of getting some more guests on the podcast because yeah. we like doing that, don't we? It brings another dynamic into the group, and it makes us do our A game. Because I like to think we're always trying to do the A game when it's just me and you. Mm. When there's a guest, like we have to do the A game. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's embarrassing. It's nice because we've had a few guests on before, like YouTubers, etc. But we would really like to broaden out our guest availability and just get a bunch of different people on that we think would be interesting to have on the podcast to listen to and also hopefully have a bit of fun with. If you've got anyone in mind that you would love to have come on this podcast into this hot and smelly booth, but we still <laughs> love the booth, but it is quite hot and smelly, then tweet us. With the hashtag L Y E, hashtag L Y E, who you would like to, and we'll definitely on. get them on. Anyone, a queen, yeah. doesn't matter who it is, we will get them on, and at them as well, because then they'll be like, oh, that maybe we should. Uh, you sound like a YouTuber when they're like, who should I collab with? At them as well, well mate. I've learned from the sweatiest sat over the room from me. Who's that? Casper <laughs> Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, so do that, and we will endeavour to get them on. Should we reel off? our dream guest list so so basically we we made it compiled a list <laughs> it's a very extensive list isn't it yes it is i mean we have we have a realistic list we should clarify yeah, which we, we won't do. share because it's top secret yeah and we have a dream list because we feel if we give some of these names and then they come on the podcast that's nice also at them and then they might oh. come on just no please do that right should we should we go one by no, one I'm taking the first one off to be honest i'm still haven't forgiven him wow fake fan that's Harry Kane, by the way. We should, <laughs> should let you know. Beef. Uh, at the time when he was banging in goals. Yeah, he's on, number one on the list. Banging in penalties. Matt was like, let's get Harry Kane on. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he'll have a lot to say. Now Matt hates him. I don't hate him. I just It's going to take me a long time to forgive him. Um, Second on the list. 
Virgil, very cool, creative off-white. Emma Watson. Ed Sheeran. Cara Delevingne. Is it Delevingne or Delvine? What do you say? Cara Delevingne. Delevingne, okay, yeah. cool. But that doesn't mean it's right. That's just, oh. that's how I think Well, when is. she comes on, we'll, we'll find we'll out. We'll find out. We yeah. definitely will. That won't be embarrassing, will it? So, Cara, how do you say your surname? James Corden. Do you know, I feel like we're reading out a football team sheet. <laughs> yeah, this is the starting lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Piers Morgan. Not really a dream guest the next one. Sorry, I'm going to skip that. Uh, <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Stephen Merchant. Shane Dawson. Shane Dawson, you say everyone knows. Not Shane Ward. Although he would be a good guest as well. He won the Why X was the second Shane you went for, Shane Ward? Do you know other Sh- Shane Warne, the cricketer? Yeah, him. Who else is there? Shania Shane. Twain. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Coogan. LeBron James! I would be really bad in that, I think, LeBron. Why? I just... I don't literally don't know anything about basketball. No, but like, he's, not a single thing. Yeah, but mate, that's like the same with Cristiano Ronaldo. It's like we're not gonna have them on and just be like, "Tell us about kicking balls." It's like they're <laughs> global superstars. Yeah, that's true, and that was a very nice way of saying Cristiano Ronaldo as well. Well done. That's next on the list. Oh, right. Yeah. That, that, that was a smooth segue. Yeah. Bo Burnham, I think we both would really like to have on, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. We saw him in LA, actually, didn't we? We Just did. Getting that out there. Yeah. <laughs> we went to LA. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Will Poulter. I think the next one's a dream guest. So oh, that's the, sorry, spill not, that not, tea. Not, Do you want some sugar with that, mate? Same with that. I wouldn't say dream. Oh. These aren't both, you know, we've. They are. We both We haven't both agreed. mutually agreed on Yeah. <laughs> Gary Lineker. Absolute. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be great. He'd... And we can make that like a branded episode. Do Walkers. Cut okay. us a bit of that crisp money. Liza Koshi. Who's she again? Joking. Jo- joking. <laughs> I'll put my tea right. away. Oh, I forgot to laugh. <laughs> uh, David Dobrik. Jenna Marbles. Tyra Banks. Ethan Klein. Should we just um, stop? Should we no, just stop the list? <laughs> How long have we gone on for? We're just saying celebrities' names now. We might as well just fucking say anyone. Donald Trump. Why isn't Kanye on our list? When we talked about before, Kanye was my number one dream. Po- Yours too. Where's Kanye gone? I think we replaced him with Harry Kane. Oh, brilliant. Wow. Louis Drake. <laughs> Do we just say celebrity yes. names for ten minutes? Yes. Oh, I am worried we have been doing that for like six minutes. Okay, but anyway, well, so rounding that off, that was some of our. If any, if, any, if, if any of you have any idea how to get in touch with those people and get them on this epic podcast, please let us know. We're not going to get a single one of those on our <laughs> way. That's ever. so embarrassing. So embarrassing. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Have you got some uh, water? 
Yes. Okay, cool. Have you got uh, a pillow? No. Okay, you got your seatbelt on? No. Well, you need to. You need all those things because, oh, yeah, it's going on. Vroom, vroom, here we go. Oh, I'm in the car today, and oh, it's, it, the car's taking off. Hang on a minute. Oh, we're going up. We're leaving the atmosphere. Is it flat? No, the world's not flat. It's round. Okay. And on the right, oh, there's YouTube. On the left, oh, look you, over there. Wait, it's, uh, it's sorry, Instagram. sorry to interrupt you. What? You don't know the I'm world's mid-flight. I'm mid-flight. Not flat. I'm mid-flight. Also, cars don't fly. I'm, I'm mid-flight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, there's Instagram, and up ahead, it's it's Snapchat, but it's small and fading. I don't know what's going on there. And finally, there's a big sign. Where Elon Musk is holding it, because we're on Mars. It's the digital world. In a computer simulation on a flat Earth. <laughs> got a headache after doing that. Uh, me too. <laughs> like a pressure headache. <laughs> Should we say that's the last time you do the intro, or what do you think? Let's leave it up to the, the audience. I feel like you're only going to have people say, yeah, carry it on, for the few that like it. Well, I think we need to do... Not a poll, but just tweet hashtag L-Y-E, yes to the intro or no to the intro. I think you're going to get a lot of yeses. And then on the next episode, we will oh. tally up how many for each. I will remember to do that. So anyway, we've landed. We're in the digital world. And we're in the land of cons. <laughs> con artists. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> FousiCon, TanaCon, VidCon. Is that what it was but called? Wait, FousiCon? What is FousiCon? Yeah, I oh, think it I was like that. called that. All right. Intro. Here we go. FousiTube. Know that name? <laughs> FousiTube is a YouTuber got 10 million plus subs he broke out on the scene doing crazy pranks that no one had ever seen before he was changing the game with these social with these, experiments with these social experiments that everyone was like fuck how's this guy doing them turns out all of them were set up and no yeah. wait uh, a prank it's not real really <laughs> <laughs> he's been involved in a few things like i have to admit when he first came on the scene i really enjoyed his videos because they were entertaining whether they're fake or not they're still yeah, entertaining fine, it? it's, it's like wrestling you don't care if it's fake yeah or not. It's, it's yeah fun. yeah yeah he's had a few controversies around him that do you remember the whole rice gum thing oh my where God, they faked so, the punch in the face and that was so funny just, why did they do that <laughs> he's someone who has constantly been chasing views and relevancy which he's had he's had huge relevancy at times on youtube massive numbers but he's had that disappear he's had it come back and he's always kind of put himself out there and willing to do whatever it takes to stay relevant would you agree that he almost represents the modern day like big youtuber because all the big ones apart from like you know the logans and people like that are so yeah. desperate to still be yeah, I as think, big as they were. I think it's thing. a huge... I've said it before. I think I've, I think it's a huge issue that a lot of YouTubers face and will face is relevancy and, you know, the fear of becoming irrelevant because everyone has their time when you're at the peak of whatever you do throughout life, whatever. But when you're at the peak of YouTube and you've got millions of views, whatever, it's different because if that starts going down, you'll have people reminding you of that. Whereas if, you know, if you're a professional footballer or like whatever it is you or do even, in your career. Even, I was about to say even normal careers. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Everyone yeah. has a peak. Of course yeah. they do. But do you know what the sad thing? I think I've just realized something. The, hard, the really hard thing with it is that in a normal career, people normally peak. And if you're judging it on earnings or whatever yeah. like their job promotions in their like 40s yeah like late 30s 40s is when you're supposedly meant to be peaking yeah, sure whereas some of these youtubers are doing it when they're like you know, 19 yeah so but that's the that day must be hard to deal with. well 
the danger is it comes from nothing so quickly you know in, yeah, exactly. in a typical normal career you work your way up and you climb climb the ladder etc for a long period of time you slowly work your way up but in this space things happen you can reach that top instantly and then drop off instantly so it is a thing that i think a lot of people go through and unless you're someone who's gone you know what that's cool like have my time great now i'm gonna kind of move on and do just do what you're interested in basically i didn't realize you know how old he is fousey tube you uh, is he 35 it's 28 i know <laughs> i just looked and i'm like Oh my god like, yeah it feels like he's been around so long that i just assumed he was older than oh uh, he's not been around like I, I was on youtube before him wait yeah i was yeah and going back to what you're saying about a lot of big youtube i feel like obviously to stay relevant people chase trends whatever's trending whatever does well on, on some people people just take that and put their own twist on it which is fine but it comes to a point when it's like what are you actually doing take a step back and look in it's like are you happy with what you're doing or are you just purely chasing this this game still because that looks to me what fuzi is is doing and that's a really good link so Thought I wasn't good at links, mate. Well, you, you know, I said that, and you've done two solid ones now. So by the end shut of this my episode, haters up. <laughs> so Fuzzy Tube, I think you're right. After seeing the, everyone was talking about Tanacon, weren't they? I yeah. mean, not just because of Shane's video. Before that, it was this huge thing. It's so relevant. And that seems to be like the important word here. So FouseyTube decided... Relevant is the most important word in the whole of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. People love that word. <laughs> or irrelevant. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Fousey then decided he was going to put on his own event in seven days this time. So whereas people were like, Tanner, you're crazy. You can't do it in three months. He's like, I'm going to do it in was seven it days. Was it seven or was it five? I've heard both, okay. so I'm not sure. Well, I mean, between the I mean, two, I mean, very <laughs> ideal to put on a huge would have event. Been the sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> but he decided to put on an event a little bit different, where it seemed like this was more of a day festival, like it was a concert. Fe- it was a festival where Drake was headlining. <laughs> but it was, it was meant to be a day concert that was going to be streamed, and the the concept was that he was going to get some YouTubers there and some. This is the crazy part. Marcus said about Drake. Yeah. He claimed that if they got two million streams drake was going to come and do some songs yeah and lebron james uh, oh yeah two, <laughs> two of the james. not only biggest names in rank two of the biggest names worldwide were just going to turn up at fousey tube's event and because you know these i mean drake, guys, drake was in new york performing and, that night like how would he have even been there yeah but these guys aren't busy they're just sitting around in la just waiting like, for youtubers to be like yo i've got this event do you want to swing by lebron's like Fucking hell, yeah. And for no financial gain because <laughs> there were no t- ticketed things. It was free. So it was all nice. free. It was all free. Okay. I think it was 1,500 people. Fuji said, oh, yeah. You know, we sounded proud of this. It's weird. It's, oh, yeah, they're reselling them already. I'm like, oh, that's I did, not a good I, thing. I did see that. And I saw, well, he's trying to build his own hype, isn't he? I saw that. <laughs> and I have to say, I saw Pewd's video. And it was about the whole building the hype. He showed him Fuji talking about the show and then there wasn't that many people there or something. No, I mean, it, the difference to Tanacon, where this actually was proper venue, it was the Greek theatre, like, that's fine, no issues there. But unfortunately, disaster did, of course, strike. And What was it? There was a bomb scare, bomb wasn't scare. there? What does that even mean? Like, did someone call the police and saying, yo, I think there's a bomb there? Or, like, that's how it must have gone down, I right? I mean... Yeah, that, that is yeah, how it went down. Oh, it is? Yeah, someone okay. must have called and that happened. I mean, it's not confirmed. Some people are saying they were swatted because that's another thing YouTubers mm, love being classic. involved with. Swatting people. So swatting is basically when you do that, you say that 
an individual has a bomb or is going to commit a horrific yeah. crime. And you so give an address the, and then the, the, the SWAT, SWAT team come turn up. Yeah. So that, well, no, that it got out of control, didn't it? It happened when, um, I think we've mentioned it on the podcast briefly to bring it back in. A couple of months ago, two gamers were playing and one got annoyed so he swatted the other and got killed. Why mess around with those kind of things? And the YouTubers that Fuzi managed to get, you know, you had Keemstar was there, FaZe Rug was there, and some other people who everyone loves. <laughs> but where I'm going with this is, what is wrong with YouTubers? Why are they putting on these events that they can't do? So what's wrong with YouTubers is they are often surrounded by yes people. And a lot of YouTubers, rightly so, have made their success by themselves. Great. Love that. Really respect that. Yep. But what often comes with that is an arrogance of thinking you can do anything. I want to make a rap song. I'm mm. going to make a rap song. On a box, I can box. I want to make a movie, make a movie. Like, yeah, it's true. That's why these things keep happening because a lot of YouTubers are in that mindset with I can do anything, which is, you know, it has its pros and cons. I'm not going to get into that. But <laughs> things like this end up happening where it's like, yo, I can fucking put on this event in seven days. Watch me. I'm going to do it. I'm Kanye West bam and it's an absolute shit show i just feel it's another one of those things that's probably gonna picked up by press and it doesn't do any favors for the continuance of the reputation oh, of a youtuber yeah because yeah, all of youtube as a whole is then slandered basically. yeah it is and it isn't right to be it's honest. something i feel like i want it and i am distancing myself more and more from because you shouldn't have to though because if a film star does something awful we're not like all film stars are this but you know the general public are like that and i don't know it's just i know what you mean it's sad that it's well i guess it's in any industry the the bad news always outweighs the good news yeah. doesn't it unfortunately yeah, yeah it ju it's just youtube's turning into something that we've seen it obviously in the last couple of years but it absolutely thrives off drama yeah. i think and people there's so many people that have channels now waiting for people to fuck up mm. or wanting to bring people down so that they can capitalize on that and it's lit that is literally the direction that we're going towards now well it's interesting because keemstar was there with a documentary crew so he had obviously seen the shane videos also seen how Shane smashed it, those yeah. videos. You tot up the, the views, it's something like 30 million over three videos. That's crazy. Yeah. So Keem's seen uh, an opportunity. He's taking a documentary crew in the hope that it's going to be a shit show because I bet you if it goes really well, he's not going to make that documentary. Is he? He's no. not going to release it being like, this was a really well-run event yeah, and everyone course. had no, fun. Of course <laughs> he's not because it's Keemstar's. Like... But there's so many channels like Keemstar now, like you just said, yeah, well, Dude, he's set, he's set trends. Like, Keemstar came in, did his thing, and he's leading that whole race of drama channels. Like, that's a thing now. Yeah, it's that's 100% a thing. Yeah, in fairness to him, blazed the trail. Yeah. He's the, no, he did. What's the first, I remember we laughed at it at first, when it first came about, and he only yeah. had, like, I say only, it's a lot, but, like, 100K subs. Yeah. You're like, what's this guy doing? Why is he just talking about YouTube and news and gossip? Like, get a life. Well, <laughs> he started a whole industry yeah. within YouTube doing that. Yep. But where's this going to end with like events? What annoys me, it's always the fans that have to suffer. Yeah, like, because they're the ones who are susceptible to it because they're at the end of whatever a YouTuber does. It's the, the biggest fans who want to support that YouTuber mm -hmm. who are a fan of them. So they spend that money. They get themselves there. They do those things yeah. to be there because they led to believe all yeah. these amazing things are going to happen and all these th great things are going to meet their favorite YouTubers are going to do this. And it's just all a bunch of lies. lies. And I just wish that 
when people were putting on these things like this, because it's just ego talking, isn't it? Fousey's yeah. ego, Tanner was ego. Yeah. I just wish they would consider the people who are going to come and see it. Because if you make a bad film or something like that, like you said, YouTubers will do whatever. We make a bad song. It's embarrassing for the YouTuber. It doesn't waste anyone's time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, they can do that. That's up yeah. to them. But when you do an event or something where public people, fans are traveling to come and see it. One fan traveled from, I think it was like Canada or across states because they thought Drake was gonna be there. I mean, what the fuck? Don't do that. That's so unfair. You can't promise things. It'd be like if the KSI Logan fight, if that doesn't end up happening, but people have spent all the money and they're going there and all of this, it's so obvious, but for some reason it doesn't go through their minds. Yeah, that's different because the KSI Logan thing, it's is a like a proper run event. A properly yeah. run event but people trying to do things where they don't know what they're doing Tana you put down to inexperience she's 20 Fuzzy, is it 28 yeah like, but it also <laughs> goes with his past of trying to do these things you know he's someone who thrives off of clout and thrives off of being able to brag about Bella Hadid sending him a DM like mate it's, <laughs> it was so embarrassing to watch that was on a podcast wasn't it yeah and it's funny, I don't know if you clicked on that, by the way, that the guy who whose podcast it is, who runs it, he didn't really talk, so obviously there was an argument going on. He's the guy whose video I showed you of Lil Pump that time. Oh, wow. He's, okay. So he's like really, he went to like Kanye's listening party. Yeah. He's like quite respected in the music industry and stuff. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out, what was it called? Non-Jumper? It, no Jumper. No he's Jumper. No Jumper, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, re- he's really cool. I watched some of his videos. I really like him. But yeah, on that, Fousey just did himself no favours, did he? No, of course. No, of course. It's you just, guys, go and watch the or listen to the podcast. Yeah, it is hilarious. It's, but it's a the clip on YouTube is just a thirteen-minute meltdown essentially. Yeah. Him and Sam Pepper just oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, just go and watch <laughs> it. But I want to pick you up on something you said a couple of minutes ago, mm-hmm. talking about how you want trying to distance yourself from YouTube. Yeah. So would you say that you're embarrassed to be associated with YouTube? Is that the point it's got to now? And if so, why is that? Saying I'm distancing myself from YouTube, I don't mean like me involving myself with the platform and posting stuff because I still do that and I still enjoy that and I still want to do that but it is everything that goes with it I feel like I'm just not that type of person who wants to chase all that drama anymore and like be a part of where YouTube's going now and it's like I feel like there's only very few people on YouTube now it's hard for me to say because I obviously don't know every single creator on the platform so please don't take this the wrong way but you should (laughs) (laughs) but I mean like there's very few people who I feel who just do their thing and kind of like like, don't know PewDiePie I'll always say is is an example of that he's at the top of his game yeah. he's at the top of YouTube he's never let anything he's very clever at that, like still doing trends and keeping up with it but not being obvious about it yeah Shane like yeah, same thing yeah Philip Franco there's a few really I don't know genuine people and I just don't want to be a part of that rounding this kind of segment up if you were to put on a Marcus Com, <laughs> so it's just you because uh, obviously part of Hello World but that was a, a collaborative thing loads of people if it was just you what would you do who would you have there and what kind of space would it be and that kind of stuff what would you do with it like I'm not expecting like a <laughs> brilliant <laughs> a blueprint plan for this but it's like so for me perfect world no budgets I've said this time and time again the thing that I like to do most with people who enjoy things that I do is speak to them yeah and personally i'm not a huge fan of meet and greets because like yeah you can you hug a person and you have a picture with them it lasts 15 seconds i'd much prefer sat and have an open q a with people because i feel like untimed like usually when you go to events it's like oh 15 minute q a and i'm yeah. like that's cool but like what that's like five questions i'd love to just sit there for a few hours and just 
openly chat, have conversations yeah. with people. So nothing crazy. And also Drake would be there with me. Oh, obviously. I mean, and LeBron on my left. You know. If it gets two million streams. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll be there. Ask Matkus, diary of a UK gardener who is, I uh, want to say, a frequent listener because he's been in touch before, Sean J. Cameron. He asks, have you ever experienced a world without social media? How long could you go for without it? I thought that was a really good question. Yeah, we have experienced a world without social media. Have we? Of Me, course uh, we have. When? Or grown up without social media. But I was thinking that, I mean, from 12... I was on MSN, on Bebo. Yeah, okay, I'm being dramatic. Like, oh, okay. Uh, like, we have lived in a world where there oh, hasn't been social media, but sure. we have been in our youth growing up, essentially, with social media. Yeah, so okay. that's what I meant by it. That's a really hard question to answer. Yeah, <laughs> I'm mean, just reading it's, it. It's, it's more difficult for you, in terms of the second part, how long would you go for without it? Because I feel like a lot of your job depends on it. Well, yeah. So, my whole job, pretty much. Like, yeah. a lot of what I do <laughs> yeah. does. Is so. that. So, I feel like that, that is almost, <laughs> when are you going to retire? <laughs> <laughs> when you go on holiday, you always say to me, oh, I'm going to be kind of, you know, off yeah. socials for a little bit. Yeah. What's the longest that would be without having a cheeky little scroll? I don't think I could go really a week without going on any social media because it's not only about following people it's social media is where i get my news pretty much everything i get from life is in an influence from social media in a way you know who have liverpool signed you see i see all that from social media like things i'm interested in i get that info from social media that's true for news in particular that's a really good point twitter is my absolute go-to because you've spoken before about you know you want to watch documentaries on people but from a non-biased point of view well on twitter you actually get to see just what's going on opinions yeah yeah yeah, 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 Yeah. exactly and sometimes just what's going on but that said I think it is very important to remove yourself from that world as well because what is really important in life is, especially if you're on holiday or traveling, is taking that time away, taking that time out, switching off, re-energizing, but also just connecting with people. Like Especially if you go to, if you're traveling, say, and you go Mm -hmm. to somewhere, not like a European city, you go somewhere that has a bit of a different culture, like go out and experience that because that's the best way to grow as an individual is opening your eyes and seeing what's out there in the real world. Yeah, and sometimes it's really nice you're forced to do it. Like we were at a festival recently and there was literally no like internet service. You know when there's loads of people yeah, and yeah, the internet's yeah. like terrible. So yeah. the whole day we just didn't even bother like using it really. Yeah. And it was really nice. It was really refreshing. <laughs> like, what, this morning I got up at six. This isn't just me being like, I got up at six this oh, morning. Oh, here he is. But, becoming that influencer. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'd scrolled through all my social media twice by 6.30. Why is that the first thing I'm doing? Like, I don't know. Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> but yes, I mean, my answer to that question, how long go for without it? Realistically, three days, yeah, maybe. some days. Because I'm going on holiday soon in Spain for a week. I'm not going to not check my phone for a week. I know I'm not. That's yeah. bad, but it's no, but honest. it's is social media considered WhatsApp? Like, is that technically social media? Because it's like, what are we really talking about? Like, I speak with all of my family through social media. I speak with all my friends through social media. So it's like my world is social media. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're going to go on Instagram. Like, you're probably going to want to post pictures when yeah, you're on holiday. Exactly. So it's like exactly that's what I'm saying. Realistically, like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, it's. Social media has come in and taken over our lives. And Sean, if you're listening, what about you? 
how long could you go for without it? Turning the tables, you know, it's, it's a difficult answering the question. But not only Sean, I'd like to open that up to you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, hopefully there's more than just Sean who listens to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, there is, we can see the stats. We have a lot of listeners, guys, so don't worry. You, all around Donald the world. Trump, like, we got so many listeners. So, no, but all, all around right, if we're world. talking about this, so we're going to be going to be quite honest here. Matt and I, uh, we really want to do some live podcast stuff. We, we'd love to do like a little mini podcast tour, something like that. I'm not saying any guarantees here. I'm just Australia. Being, <laughs> well, please don't say that. I get <laughs> shit every day for that. I am just putting out there that's something that we are looking to try and do something around. And with that came us going into our analytics the other day. And it's really, it reminds me of the old YouTube days where you can basically go in and you've got a map of the world and you can hover over a country. It's amazing. And it tells you how many listens you've had that month in that country. And not to sound arrogant here, but (laughs) it was so incredible to see how many random places you would never have even imagined people listening even if it's like one listen or four listens yeah. there were still people in those areas that had listened it was incredible it was amazing wasn't yeah. it yeah it really made me like wow that's so yeah. cool like someone in whatever country and halfway it, across the world especially is listening to this we podcast. have we have quite if you take all the countries that are non-English speaking countries, we have quite a, a big audience there. So thanks, basically, for yeah. listening to our, us speak nonsense for 40 minutes or so. Yeah, and hopefully we can come and see you. And I mean, not personally, there'll be other people there, but <laughs> we can do something. We'll come to your house, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I went a bit deep there, just going on from Sean, opening up to the rest of you guys, <laughs> wherever you are in the world. What is your opinion on social media? How long do you think you could not be on it for are you ready i'm sweaty that's how ready i am good (laughs) you're about to get sweatier well it's about to get a bit saucy and steamy in here so it's good that you're sweating headline is for the big question woman gets kinder egg stuck in her vagina after a romantic proposal goes horribly wrong. What do you think about that? Is that pretty sexy? I'm like, is it the plastic Kinder Egg or is it the like the chocolate Kinder Egg? Both. Oh. Okay. I think it's the whole thing. In the foil. I've got so many questions. Should we find out? Yeah, can you tell me? <laughs> so this story has been shared in a book by former junior doctor Adam Kay. It's called This Is Going To Hurt Confessions Of A Junior Doctor. But basically this bizarre story is a woman proposing to her boyfriend cool it was february 29th people can do that i mean you can do it anytime but for some reason if you don't leap, want to leap year. year it's like that's the time to Good do luck. it for her romantic proposal she chose to buy an engagement ring and she put it inside the kinder egg you know you get a little toy yeah, in yeah, there, yeah, yeah. put it inside there yeah. and then shoved it in her fanny get it up her Mate, you can say the word <laughs> plan was simple she would suggest some finger work the article has put it to her right partner. so sorry it must it can't be in the chocolate then it, would, it must well no because to get to put the ring inside there you're gonna to have to break the chocolate so yeah so she's I'm just i'm getting logical about eating this the so it's just she's put a bit of plastic with a ring in there up her for jj cool and then he would discover it retrieve it and then she would drop down onto one knee and okay. ask the big question and i like the creativity <laughs> okay so if you're a bit screamish maybe don't listen for the next couple of seconds the egg had been inserted vertically but somehow I'd managed to turn horizontally inside her vagina. She couldn't get it out. She couldn't get it out, and neither could he. Neither of them could get it out. Really? Seriously. Sorry, can I just... Then... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> They're not that big, are they? 
Oh, it's not like there's a golf ball up there. Well, without being too graphic, if it depends on how far it's been inserted. I mean, obviously, babies come from there, so it's not... Yeah, it's not... I mean, looking at... If it is the plastic, it's not that big, but... Well, I love it. If she's listening to this, you're just like, oh, come on. Why yeah, can you just get, get it out? Get some fingers in there. Get it out, <laughs> yeah. for God's sake. Bit of lube. So she couldn't get it out. Okay. When they ended up going to hospital. Okay. And <laughs> managed to get it out. And then she proposed. And he said yes. It's a funny so story, isn't it's it? It's a lovely it's... anecdote, isn't it? Yeah. My question to you is, what was your favourite chocolate bar as a child? No. And what is your favourite one now? Right. <laughs> okay, what a simple question from a weird article. I was thinking, like, what chocolate have you shoved up your bum? <laughs> I mean, can you answer that? Is there anything? What chocolate I've shoved up my bum? Yes. No. Okay. Unfortunately not. Wow. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> favourite chocolate. Do you know what? It's a hard-hitting one. This week. Yeah, it is. I have said it time and time again. I think I have to stick with lint, especially the lint balls. You know, the lint Lindor balls. You mean, I was going to say, you mean Lindor. Yeah, cool. The brand's lint, isn't it? Oh, wait, let's not do this again. We did this in like episode seven or something. The tiger... Yeah, mate, the brand okay, is lint. Okay, no, we're not doing this again. But I just want to be right okay. again. Oh, the, the, the brand wait, you just is You just want to be right? I don't think you've lint. ever been like that. <laughs> the, the type is Lindor. When I was a child, though, I just remember loving Boosts. 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 I still love them, amazing. to be fair. I still yeah, love them. Boost is insane. What about you? I think I would definitely go for Dime Bar. Oh, my absolute, man. Absolute classic. Yeah. Man. Yeah, uh, then and now, to be honest. So now I've got a simple answer for a simple question. Well, there we go. That rounds up another episode of Lower Your Expectations. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. You can subscribe on Acast, iTunes. Please leave us lovely comments with the hashtag LYE or on iTunes so we can read them. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.